The flaw in Lima's 81 gets it done. And, and maybe I'm just whatever, but... don't know that they necessarily put together you're always going to at this point in the in the baseball players we're the fan folks in a second this has been bothering me for months though at this point in baseball playoffs because they expanded them out last year you're going to always have more people into the postseason with fewer wins than you've ever had before so like setting a new record isn't anything great when you add more postseason teams that's neither here nor there. I'm sure they've got that put together over there in the morning show. They got some big brains working on uh, the morning show over there. I'm sure they got that all figured out. They don't need me to go ahead and highlight that one for them. Let's get to the fan focus with more with the morning show. Here we go. We actually, where we start off today is the afternoon show. It's Nick and Dustin on the Steelers preseason with Kenny Pickett. I just think it's as simple as the Steelers have gotten, and I mean, let me just say, the Steelers do get, like, because of the Steelers' brand and what Tomlin has accomplished, it's probably right that they get this kind of love and this this uh, this this kind of glow up in the preseason. It's the same reason why the Ravens winning 24 games in a row in the preseason honestly got the the kiss that it did. If the Browns had done that, it would have been laughed at across the NFL. Maybe not in Cleveland, but across the NFL, if the Browns had won 24 straight preseason games across all these slap-ass head coaches, across all these quarterbacks, I guarantee you it would be a punchline in the national media. Not here. And again, that's the difference. Fans would say, fans would probably, honestly, fight back at it being made fun of because we don't like our stuff being made fun of, which I get. But where you're at, I totally get that the Steelers deserve the glow-up. They they deserve the benefit of the doubt. That's different than watching them beat the booty of the Atlanta Falcons and being like, they are a machine. They're going to be a good team. They're going to be a good team. Yeah. Good team could be 9-8. and eight. And 9-8 and eight might get you the 9 seed or 10 seed or 11 seed in the AFC this year. It's okay. No one's saying, but I've not heard one person saying the Steelers are going to win five games this year. Six games. Peter King literally said earlier this week on this station, ah, the Browns are going to win six games or 12 games, I don't know. Not one damn person is going to say that about the Steelers, and no one has. Yeah, the Steelers have earned that. It's also coming with the understanding that I don't think anyone would say the Steelers are going to win 12 games like Peter King said either, though. I think that's the difference here. And I thought Nick did a good job highlighting this earlier, so I want to give him credit. But that's the point. The point is is that the Steelers are going to live in that nine-win area, but they're not going to win 13 games, and they're probably not going to win six games. There's no boom or bust mentality. They are a consistent, middle-of-the-road team. And that's fine. I just don't want to be that team. I would much rather be the Browns than the Steelers. I'm boom or bust, baby. I'm not right down the middle. I don't need to be right down the middle. No risk it, no biscuit. Give me 12 wins, give me 13 wins, or let's set this whole thing on fire and figure out how we get to 12 wins or 13 wins. Not being stuck in this 8 or 9 win season year after year to then get bounced in the first round of the postseason. Who needs that? Not me. Not me at all. Better things to do with my day than continually lose in the first round of the postseason. All right, Ken and Lima on Generators. When you have two fridges. When I get two, I know I will ma- I will have made it in this world. I have a fridge downstairs that came with the house. We have a freezer. Congratulations. The, the we have a freezer. fridge and a freezer. Yeah. So when that happens, you got to do the math on that. If you lose power 
twice and it's for multiple days, you have to throw everything out. Right there, does the generator pay for itself? Second of all, hmm. the winter. You just, in Cleveland, Ohio, especially in February, your power goes out because of inclement weather. You kind of need that generator, do you not? How long can you survive that place? You're, you're going, you're leaving. You're leaving the house. You're going somewhere else. Right. Yeah, usually. You have to. I don't know, man. Like, I, I know I don't want one of those. And the... if you have a newborn. I think if you have a newborn, you kind of got to have power. I don't like, know. Like, you can't go too many days well, without power. There, well, I guess you're going to have to get a generator now, aren't you? I guess that's what you're going to have to do. But those just keep having that's on the old registry but, this year. But those are the factors. Yes, I want a $6,000 megawatt generator, and I want you to install it, too. I also, that's, that, put that on the registry. And put a blue bonnet on it. Yes. I've also forgotten Izzy's gift for an entire week now. I, I just was, assumed it never existed. No, it, it exists. I'm going to have Liz take, well, if, if, if there's light in the house right now, if, if the sun is coming through at all, I will have Liz take a picture of it. He got you solar panels, Izzy. Yeah. Here's a generator. You can play with that when you're one years old. There you go. You know, I've, I've had the generator discussion before. The, the generators, it just, it, it's, it's clutch for like three times a year in Northeast Ohio. It's just not worth it. It's sweet if you're whole, if like you lose power for a week, and then you had the backup generator going, and you're the only house on the block. You feel like a feel like a really smart human, don't you? It's not worth it, though. It's just not worth it to me. I've thought about it. I have. It's not worth it. Not for the three or four times. Not how expensive it is. My goodness. Also, I like that that show gives out presents for each other's kids' birthdays. I don't know if Lima does the same thing for Ken's children. I'm not sure about that. I don't know, but I like Ken giving out presents for Lima's children. I think that's a that's a nice move. If I were to ever have a co-host, well, all right, fine. I'll give, you know, I'm doing solo radio here. I will make sure that I give my daughter presents, okay? But if I were to ever have a co-host, uh, I would uh, I would like that to be a thing. I think that's very nice. I like that a lot. It's a, it's a, it shows a, a bond between those two that I enjoy. All right, next up, Baskin and Phelps on the Browns editions. I think we're worried about the cap for next year. Why? When you've got a roster like this, just improve. Keep improving and then come back and say to Deshaun, okay, let's do it all again. Let's, tur- let's turn what we owe you into a signing bonus. That gives us more cap space. And let's move forward. Can you see anything outrageous happening? I, see, the, the uh, Devontae Adams story I think is fascinating. I wouldn't put it past them. Would you put it past them no, to do something outrageous? I, I wouldn't, but I don't expect it. I mean, honestly, Andy. I mean, this is the team that did when, go out and get Deshaun Watson after he said no. Well, I when I saw the story about the the, the speculation, the thought really of a Devonte Adams deal, I got excited. When I you did that too. Story. I mean, he's he's incredible, and I've thought all along they need to add to the wide receiver group. I know everybody keeps saying they like the wide receivers and blah 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 blah. Okay, great. We did like them better with Devonte Adams, wouldn't you? I hadn't heard this until these guys had brought it up. And you know what? It, it's kind of funny. It's like a, it's a cousin to the idea that I've had for a couple months here where I believe that if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers start sucking, then we go after either A, Godwin or Evans. Either one. doesn't Whichever one's on sale, and I would imagine both of them are going to be on sale. I hadn't thought as high as Devontae Adams, though. Think about it. He pushed for that trade to Vegas. And it's not going well. Jimmy G isn't it. Wouldn't surprise me. 
I would imagine maybe he ends up in New York with the Jets and Aaron Rodgers. I think that might have been part of the reason why Aaron Rodgers was willing to give up $35 million of his own money to help out what what could inevitably be a situation where if the Jets aren't good enough and they need some reinforcements where they go out and get someone like Devontae Adams. But, yeah, I'm open to the Browns adding, especially if it's not good enough. But uh, I think we got enough wide receivers right now. You can never have too many really good Devontae Adams, Godwins, Evans, guys like that. You can never have too many good ones. But uh, entering this year, I think we're all right. But definitely pay attention for the deadline. All right, Nick and Dustin on Baskin's Eating. How about this? I got to say, folks, so we did this thing on the other side. Was that on air, by the way? No. Oh, so it was during the... It was off air. So we get done right at noon in, you know... My two dads has to go back on the air. Yep. And Baskin comes up from downstairs, and he's this sucker's got like six plates of pizza. And well, and it's the way he did it. Like it's the way I didn't, I didn't hear the assassin. He say did it. Um, we'll get to that in one second. He didn't just take a box up, which would have looked less um, less guilty. He had three plates Dude. stacked on top of each other. It's like the leaning tower of pizza. With literally, literally was <laughs> just chock full of pizza, and uh, yeah, yeah. And then he like afterwards, just like, hey, we, you know, I, I just brought that over here. There's some out there if you want some because I just brought that over here because we never get food and because I love Andy Baskin. I Baskin's did not rebut like, him. Man, how do you lose so much weight? I'm like, maybe don't eat four yeah, they... plates of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> That's a murder. That's a murder by Dustin at the end, and it's not fair. I've done that same thing where I've been like, man, how do you guys do? How do you stay so skinny? As I'm sitting there and I'm like chopping down on McDonald's or something. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Every now and then when I go through like a fast food line, I do stop and I think to myself, yeah, so this is why we're not skinny anymore. This is it. This is the answer. Uh, you, If you ever wonder why, this is the answer. It's not hard to figure out. Though Baskin and Phelps are classic broadcasters, though. And classic broadcasters live for free food. It's in their DNA. You can't help them. Free food is around. They they don't have an ability to turn it down. Doesn't matter. They could be on a, an extreme extreme diet. If there's free food, they're not. They don't have that ability to be able to say no because they know it's free. And uh, broadcaster 101 says you must eat any free food around at all at any given time. All right. Lastly, Ken and Lima discuss Cade York. Here we go. I, I got to tell you, Tone. I I don't know. Like if he goes out there and he misses kicks tomorrow. Does anybody really think he's going to get cut? They have to be thinking about it. Wow, if he misses. Does anybody think he's going to really, really get cut? If no he way. misses tomorrow, I think there's a chance. I do. I think there should what be a chance. What if he misses his first one but makes two at the end of the game? I don't think there's anything he can do to make you feel more confident. Well, I, don't think, unless I don't he, think three for three or four for four tomorrow makes you more confident. Exactly. Because right? in my eyes, like. If he went four for four and they were like, he's not going anywhere, okay, fine. But I don't think it's going to make anybody feel more confident because my first thought would be, well, you got the regular season coming up, kicking in the preseason, doesn't matter. It's the first thing we'll say. It's the first thing we'll say. I know how this is going to go, so we're just going to hold on to hold on to our breath and smoke him if you got him by the time the regular season starts against Cincinnati. And the whole thought that I have is on Saturday, tomorrow, is... Deshaun Watson, the offense plays well enough where I'm going to go, okay, I can try to give you an argument on Monday morning and say that this team's going to finish 11-6 and six this year or could finish 11-6 and six this year, but it's still going to finish 10-7 and seven because Cade York's going to cost him a win. 
instead of, well, they could be 10-7, and seven, but then they'll finish 9-8, and eight, and people will get fired because Cade York has cost you a win. Because I just don't – there's nothing he can do tomorrow to make me feel 100% confident about him again. I don't know if there's any kicker I'm 100% confident in him to begin with. Yeah, but outside, of, outside of maybe two in the league. Yeah, two, maybe two Justin Tucker. So that, other than that, there's really no 100% guarantee, but that I can go, okay, I'm feeling pretty good with this guy out there. And Dave Zastiddle said it best with us last or earlier this week. 50 yards plus, like the one he hit against Carolina, there was a mountain of pressure with us. We didn't want Baker Mayfield to win the game. We didn't want to lose the game. We wanted to make sure we got to win. All that stuff. But when they send a guy over 50 yards, it's like, well, the, the possibilities that you missing are very high. So it's like, hey, give it hell. See whether or not you can knock it down. 40 to 49 yards, that's where you make your money, and that's where he's missing. All right, let's discuss it. 216-474-092. Can Cade York lose his job if he misses kicks tomorrow, or are the Browns just going to take this thing all the way through? Are they going to see what Cade York can do in the regular season before they make a move? And would that be on them? 216-474-092. It's overtime with Jonathan Beetle. And here with you on The Fan.